0: or I'm Anna. And I'm Stephanie. We're a mother-daughter team who are passionate about helping you grow your business through sales training. On Black Belt Selling, we bring in guest interviews like the one we have today as well as bringing you great content because we want you to master the art of sales. We want you confident so that when you get in those situations that make other people quake and fear You are calm, smooth, and able to close the deal with a win-win situation. You can learn more about us by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Black Belt Selling. That's the group that we have. You don't have to be, I don't even think you have to be a friend of ours, right, Stephanie, to join our group? Nope, absolutely not will let you in. Uh, You can post motivational inspirational stuff to encourage other people and then you also get regular updates on when we put Black Belt Selling up on SoundCloud. So we're very excited to have you with us today and um, I'm going to share a quote that I think is going to be very apropos for our lovely guest who has joined us all the way from Canada. And the quote is, if you want to go fast Go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I took this off of our guest's website. Our guest today is Edna Keith, real estate investment coach. Edna, welcome to Black Belt Selling. Well, thank you very much, Anna. I'm glad to be on here.
1: Edna is a real
0: estate millionaire, coach, and author of Multiple Ways to Wealth. Her passion is helping real estate investors around the world make millions while investing in real estate. And let me tell you something. If you think that investing in real estate is just about putting your money down and letting the property take care of itself, my friend, let me tell you you're going to be in for a big surprise because Edna has a lot of really wonderful things to share with us that are going to help you in sales, but also open your eyes up because when you're making money, you need to shelter that money in in tax shelters like real estate. So um, I always get, as a mother, I always get the honor of asking the first question. And so um, first of all, Edna, Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got
2: started in real estate investment. Sure. Well, you know, uh, I was a financial advisor for like 15 years. And I sold mutual funds and life insurance. And we, we were always, we had all our money invested in there as well. So we were always tied to what was going on in the market. You know, our income went up when the markets went up. Income mm-hmm. went down when the markets went down. And I got really frustrated with that. So I decided to look at a different stream of income, which is kind of where that, that title comes, from multiple ways to wealth, because I didn't want to be stuck with just one stream of income. And when we started looking at real estate and really understood the power of it, because as a, as a financial advisor, I, I wasn't aware. And as a matter of fact, when, when clients would ask me about investing in real estate, I would say, well, why would anyone want to invest in real estate when you average mm. about 3% a year? you know i just didn't get it and <laughs> once i started you know searching into it and finding out taking the classes and i realized all the different ways that you can make money in real estate and and we had very quick success we had set our original goal to own 50 doors in 5 years because we felt if we could make 5000 a month in passive income well that would even up out all the ups and downs of the mutual fund market that's kind of what we were thinking And when we did that in 18 months, I knew I couldn't stay being a mutual fund advisor any longer. And so I sold my practice, and I started advising people on uh, buying real estate.
1: Wow, so just a total 180 there, huh? It was.
2: I I was just going to say, and and when I I was first introduced to, because we started taking our training to Robert Kiyosaki, and when I was first introduced to him, one of the ladies that took me, she said, Edna, you're, you're um, and she kind of was mumbling and she wasn't sure how to say it, but she says, Robert really doesn't like mutual funds, just so you know. And I thought, okay, well, interesting, <laughs> you know, concept, Let, let's see. And yeah, within two years, it was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe I ever sold mutual funds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Edna, I have to tell you, um, your story is interesting to me. Um, and just for our listening audience, as the executive producer of the show, I always Talk to our guests beforehand, so I can come up with great questions that that show that show their expertise, as well as um, you know, giving you our listeners something really, really meaty to work with when you're done with the show. And um, I didn't share this with you, Edna, but uh, the reason I got started in real estate investing, and um, and when I mentioned it to my husband, because <laughs> I read Robert's book first. And I was reading yep. it, and, <laughs> and I go, hey, because my husband's always been interested in investing. He said, hey, honey, what do you think about real estate? And he goes, oh, too risky. And then about oh. two years later, he read Robert's book. We're sitting in bed together reading our books, you know, and he looks over at me and he goes, hey, honey, what do you think about real estate investing? Yes. I said, oh, I think we <laughs> ought to do it. <laughs> oh that's funny
1: <laughs> now it's his idea right <laughs> we, yeah, we only goes over better when it's someone else's idea yeah, yeah exactly yeah
0: <laughs> yeah well I've I learned to be patient I've learned to be patient mm, most of the time some of the time something like that but, um, but you know I, I think go ahead
1: I was going to say I mean I'm really curious. So and obviously you you've had a lot of success first in one industry and then another and I know that as far as um, you know success goes mindset is probably one of the most valuable pieces you can have. It's not the most valuable. You someone that was asking me the other day he said, you know, Stephanie of, you know, the Yale Business School says you need to have these three things to be successful in business. Which one do you think is the most important? And I looked at the three and there was only one of them that was really had to do anything with mindset. And I was like, you know, honestly, I think it's, it's this one is the most important. Because without the right mindset, you're just going to sit on your butt. So you've obviously mm-hmm. been around a couple more times than I have. So what are the most <laughs> prevalent mindsets that you've seen hold people back and at the, on the flip side, push people forward.
2: Well, I, and you know what? First of all, I'm going to say I totally agree with you. I think that mindset in anything is about 90% of a person's success because I've seen yeah. so many people like take the same classes we took and not do anything, like not buy a piece of property, and they whine and complain about the money they spent, but didn't actually do anything. And I I couldn't believe, with all the training and the money they spent, that they wouldn't do something. So Mm. I I actually, I believe in it so strongly that I've got a, Full module in my in my classes. That's all on mindset because I think uh, we we're all passed uh, down from family generations and generations and generations of limiting beliefs that are so ingrained that we don't even realize they're limiting beliefs. Um, and and you know I, I kind of use a, a an analogy of you know we bacon and eggs and toast for breakfast and in China they eat rice for breakfast and and that is uh just a belief like like if somebody if my family member put rice on my plate for breakfast I'd be going what this is something wrong with this picture like what are you doing I don't eat rice for breakfast but again that's just how we're brought up so a lot of our limiting beliefs are like that too whether it's um uh, money doesn't grow on trees or, uh, you know, you can't go to heaven if you're rich. I can't remember. They can't put a camel through the eye of a needle or, you know, different things like that. Those are beliefs that we're taught. And, and if we never examine those beliefs, they can hold us back. So we ha- we have some, um, say, for, say, for example, another belief that I was brought up is, you know, family's number one. It's so important. So I, I always agreed with that, and still to this day, I love having that belief. There's other people that weren't, weren't brought up that way. So your beliefs, whether they're positive or negative, uh, can push you forward or pull you back in in so many ways. And I think the first key is identifying those beliefs and be willing to listen uh, and learn that there's opportunities to change that. That's, you
0: know, that's really it's important, I think. I, I totally agree because I recently came across someone and um actually Stephanie and I were working with this individual and um, trying to help them see some limiting beliefs. And I remember um, the person just could not, couldn't, couldn't see past what they could, what they understood. Um, now the good news is the person's willing to try to do some different things. But but in the meantime, they're hindered, you know, by what they see. And, of course, we know that what you believe is what you think. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you act on. What you act on creates a habit. And your habit creates your character, which ultimately creates your destiny. And so um, poverty is more of a mentality than it is a bank account number. Right.
2: Totally, totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a mindset, and and just about everything. Whether you're going from a a multimillionaire to a billionaire, that's still a mindset issue. And and you know it, it, that's some you know I'm I'm trying always working to get better as I, by the, my understanding. You guys are are always too, and so we'll always have limiting beliefs that we have to stretch beyond to push mm-hmm. ourselves out of our own comfort zones. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. De- De- uh, De- yes, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Next,
1: keep going. Look, no, I, just I agree. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Then we end up stepping on each other. So you know, I try. I try not. Our Our listeners actually listen to us instead of sitting there and wondering what on earth is going. I mean, they all know that we're both Italian, so obviously we like to talk a lot. But we don't have to talk over each other. Yeah, my hands <laughs> so, are
0: flying. I'm over here just. Gesturing. I wish you guys could see the beautiful gestures. It's lovely. Well, our
1: joke was always, you know, for our listeners out here, and since mom is always telling Stephanie stories, our joke was always (laughs) when we were growing up that if we made mom sit on her hands, she couldn't talk. And the funniest part of this entire joke was that the one time two of us kids ran over and held her hands still, all she could do was glare at us. (laughs) <laughs> okay, all right. So back to the whole success thing.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I, I do agree, obviously. I, mindset is, is, is key. Now, um, I know also on your website, and to me these, these two questions go hand in hand, Edna, because my mentors, the people who have played a role in my success, have been the ones who have helped shape my mindset. So I know you talk about the value of mentors, um, yes. but I'm curious. Obviously, you've spoken about a couple of yours. What's the what's the value of mentors in your life, and why do you feel we should all have a mentor or a coach or somebody guiding us?
2: Well, the biggest thing is they can short-circuit our learning curve because uh, I, I believe very strongly in coaching or training or, or being mentored by people who've done what I want to do uh, I don't really need accountability, that sort of thing because I, I push myself a lot, but I want to learn from people who, who've already done something that I've done whether, or that I want to do, whether it's build a you know a 100 million dollar portfolio or, or have the mindset that, that they can pass on to their kids, all that different sort of thing. so I really believe that a mentor can short circuit that learning curve that we're on um, whereas you know reading a book and trying stuff on your own like it, it's good it's, it, it works but having a mentor that can really work with you and help you through your challenges is even better.
0: You know I, I don't think Edna and I'm sure you can agree Um, that I would be where I'm at if it wasn't for my mentors. Because mentors are there not just to keep you from making the same mistakes or from avoiding mistakes, but they're also there because when we step out and do something new, which hopefully everybody in our listening audience is doing that because you don't grow unless you step out and you step into something that's unknown to you. I mean, we can have all the plans in the world. The ultimate plan is you do something. And the mentor is there to assure you that you're going to survive. Sometimes mentors are there just to help you realize that um, you're going to be okay. And they're, they're great people to talk to because they've been through it. They've been through the fear. They've been through the, I don't know if this person's going to call me back. Or uh, did I offer too much? Or did I offer not enough? Or, or you know, mentors are so, so valuable.
2: Yeah, they are yes i i totally agree they are they they they've learned through their own trial and error they've learned from their mentors trial and error so why not take uh-huh. advantage of all that right
0: right, yeah, absolutely. right.
1: it's there's a, I'm trying to um I go back to this every time we have this conversation about mentors and mentorship, and there is a quote in a book by a, a gentleman by the name of Ogmandino, and you may have heard this book before, and it's The Greatest Salesman in the World. Have you have you read that yes. one? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. yep, years ago. So I he's got that. a quote at the very beginning. He says, in truth, not at the beginning, I think it's in scroll one or scroll two, he says, in truth, experience teaches thoroughly, yet her course of instruction devours men's years, so the value of her lesson diminishes with the time necessary to acquire her special wisdom, and the end finds it wasted on dead men. And I think since Mandino wrote that, we have found ways to transfer that knowledge so that it doesn't become wasted on old men, but it, it does become something that is absolutely invaluable. And, I mean, my personal experience, I made less than a $1,000 in my business until I hired my business coach. And then once I hired him, we started making several thousand dollars almost overnight. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yes. And, and, and lots of times your mentors and your coaches can see your block when you can't see it. Because you're living it, oh. right? You can't always see your block. Just like you mm-hmm. mentioned with your client there, she couldn't really see her block. She's willing to you know, take your word for it, but she can't really see it. So you have to kind of help people yeah. over that, right? I know I've had mentors help me over those blocks, even right down to saying, do you realize what you just said? And I'd say, <laughs> no, what do you mean? And and they would point out something that was quite negative, and I would go, really? And I'm such a positive person. <laughs> you know, but just, just a language thing that you you don't even notice that you're using.
1: Yeah. Well, you because it's that forest for the trees thing, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, we talk about
2: all that uh, or that all so, the time in the real estate world um, that a lot of people don't take advantage of their own markets sometimes because they don't see the forest for the trees. They they don't see what's going on. Like, like we had a big boom in our area and all we would hear from people is, oh, my gosh, traffic is terrible. It's ridiculous. It takes us this long to get from here to here. And they're not thinking about, oh, my gosh, there's so many people moving into the city. What does that mean for a real estate? You know? So right. it just, just all depends on how you look at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: true. This is true. Uh, Mom, I think you had a question, right? I do. I do. Thank you, guys. Um for, normally I butt in, so this is very kind of you <laughs> to invite me to ask a right? question. I'm trying something new. <laughs> this is well, you know what's interesting is, I mean, sometimes we always enjoy our guests, but I almost feel like Edna is, you know, a kindred spirit. We're just all having such a wonderful <laughs> time together, and uh, it's. it's I'm I'm having fun. I hope you guys are. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Well, earlier in the show, I uh, mentioned the African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And so I want to talk about leverage because a lot of times, and I am so guilty of this, but a lot of times we don't think about how to use other resources so that our time is not taken up with things that aren't helping us move forward go far and so um mm-hmm. but really what does leverage mean and and why is that important well in
2: in real estate we're always taught about leverage as in leverage your money so you put twenty five percent down on a building, and you can own a hundred percent of it. The bank uh, gives you the rest of the money. So, so that's a that's a good way to leverage. And
0: are you there? Hello. Hello Uh-oh. Edna. Did we live here? Well, we might have.
1: You know, the bad part is she's probably having a great conversation over there with herself. Uh, she's a <laughs> lot of amazing nuggets, and we can't hear it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> Hang on. Well, we are halfway through our podcast today, and um, I know some of you are thinking, wow, I've really learned a lot so far, but how can I learn more? So, Edna, um, how can people learn more from you, get in touch with you? I know you have a free offer for our listeners today.
2: Uh, you know what? Can I get you to repeat that? You just kind of cut out a little bit on me there.
0: Did I? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jamie, uh, Jamie, we're going to cut that out. If you okay, will start over. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so sure this, is my this is
1: why we stopped doing these live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> live does get it oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so one more time, here we go. We are halfway through the broadcast right now and I know that some of you listeners are out there are thinking I really, really need to know more. This is really starting to resonate with me. Um, so, and then how can people, you know, get in touch with you, maybe learn something from you? Not maybe. Of course they'll learn something from you. But um, what do you have for our listeners today so that they can learn more from you? There we go.
2: You know, I offer a free training uh, that gives people a really good idea if, it, if it's something they want to pursue and look at. And they can get that at training.ednakeep.com. And what it does is it shows people how they can buy real estate using other people's money.
0: Ooh. Nice. i like not using my money. <laughs> I like keeping my money. I like that. So... Um, for our listeners, we're going to ask Edna to share that again at the end of the broadcast, but if you want to go there right now, which I highly recommend, go to training.ednakeep, and it's Edna, E, D as in dog, N, A, keep, like I want to keep my money, dot com. So <laughs> training.ednakeep.com. So go over there right now and sign up and get that three video series on how to use somebody else's money to buy real estate and start your investment portfolio. Uh, but getting back to the show, let's go back to the beginning of the show for a moment when I shared the proverb if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So, what we want to talk about now is leverage. And you mentioned that actually when we were talking about the training series. So, what what is leverage? How does it help me not go alone versus going farther by going together
2: Well, you know a lot of people think of leverage in the in the way of money alone and and in real estate, especially, they think that because you know uh, the bank will give you. You know, 80 percent of the purchase price of your property, so that that's leveraging the bank's money, uh, and and we take it one step further and actually leverage the investor's money. So so that's one way. But the other thing that a lot of people don't think about is leveraging other people's knowledge, which kind of cuts back to our you know how do how do we get value from a mentor? Why does why is a mentor so good for us? So it's it's leveraging other people's knowledge. Uh, you can also leverage other people's time uh, and, and a lot of us do that through hiring assistants or employees or, or different things like that and then another one is, is leveraging your team we've built a really powerful real estate team and we've got you know we've got investors we've got lawyers and and uh, mortgage brokers and realtors and, and appraisers and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when, once you have those and they're good people, well, then you can, uh, you can share that with people, and that's another way of leverage. So there's really many, many different ways of, of leveraging, uh, you know, variables
1: besides just money. Ah. You know, I'd never thought about – I mean, I thought about leveraging money, and I thought about leveraging time – you know what I'd never thought about? I'd never thought about leveraging knowledge. That's just brilliant, Edna.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah, well, you know what? You do it, but, but it's just not because you've mentioned that you use mentors. So it absolutely is. Uh, and and yeah. then when you learn it, you probably share it with the people around you. And it's mm-hmm. just another way of short-circuiting your learning curves, right?
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Now, I know we don't have tons and tons and tons of time left in the show. We have a tendency to run ourselves out of time here. We're really good at that. (laughs) Uh Um, But I do know raising investor capital is one of the things that you teach, and I also know that that is something that I get people – I'm a sales trainer, and I still get people who are like, so, Stephanie, do you know how to get investors? (laughs) Like, um, I know investors, but – I don't teach people how to get investors, so maybe you can share a little bit about how to attract investors and how that relates to sales.
2: Well, uh, that, that's a good question. And you know what, that's where we kind of found our claim to fame in the real estate industry, because we were able to leverage a lot of money very, very quickly. And I think it was because of my background being a financial advisor already. And I could just switch it from mutual funds into real estate. Once once people could see the, the relativeness, but the, uh, that it was more safe, not so volatile, I found it easy to move over into that that realm. So uh, one of the things that a lot of people um, struggle with is raising capital. And uh, I I always use the point using other people's money, but a lot of people forget that when you use other people's money, you have to provide a lot of value to be able to do that, especially if you're going to get the same investors consistently investing with you again and again. So I tell people, Uh you don't just get to use other people's money, you get to provide a great service in order to use their money. And that is earn them a really good re- rate of return on their money. So that's one key that a lot of people forget. They just think, well, I'm going to learn how to use other people's money mm. and thinking only of themselves and not thinking of the investor.
0: And you know, that's a, that's a typical pitfall in sales, Edna, because a lot of times we think, well, we've we'll just got to get the sale." And then we're ready to move on. But the truth is that our investors are customers. They are. And if we, when salespeople don't treat customers well, they have to constantly look for new customers. But if, um, and if investors, uh, real estate investors, like we are, are going to go out and find investors, we have to treat them well as well. We have to treat them with well we we have to treat them because it is their money. I mean it's not our it's Mm -hmm. their money and we have to we have to treat it with a lot of respect, even more respect than we would treat our own money.
2: Very true. And a lot of people think, well I'm gonna save the really good deal for myself and I'm mm. going to give the average deal to my investor. And I tell people it's the exact opposite. You should keep that average deal for yourself, and you should mm. bring in an investor on that really great deal. If you want a repeat investor, that's the way to keep them.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what are some pitfalls to avoid in real estate investing? One of them, obviously, is how you treat your investors. So we've determined mm-hmm. that, If you treat your investors like a a bank, banks we don't, you know, banks we just have to pay back. If we treat them like Mm -hmm. a bank, then we really don't tend to nurture that relationship that's going to get us more opportunities with the investor. What are some Mm -hmm. other, uh, a couple of other pitfalls to avoid? Well, one is trying to go it alone. Uh, I really think that real
2: estate investing is a team sport, uh, and 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 definitely if you want to scale your business, if you want to just have a couple rentals here and there, uh, not so not such a big deal. But trying to go it alone and trying to grow at the same time is really difficult. I see a lot of people uh, burn out at about four properties because they property manage it themselves, do all the repairs and maintenance themselves, and They can't even think about going out and getting more because they have no time. So, really, going it alone is is a big one, and that's you know, uh, no partnerships, no property management, uh, trying to do everything yourself is a really big one. Another is is buying without really knowing your market. And I see people do that all the time, you know, uh they get sold on something uh without doing any due diligence and they find out after that, you know, no you can't get the rent they're promising there. Yeah, it might be rented like that now, but it's not going to be long term. They they've plugged people into the holes uh to stop the bleeding just to get the sale done and then now you're stuck, stuck with that holy uh, boat or holy property. So th- things like that, like not knowing your market and, and, not, and going in alone. Those are the two biggest things I see people
0: doing all the time. Mm. And um, you know what, Edna? You were talking to a woman has done those things and um, has paid a huge, huge price. And, um, yeah. um, you
1: know, which makes me curious. Because, and I, I hate, I'm i sorry to interrupt, Mom, but but this no. brings up a point. You know, we, we did an interview with another gentleman um, that we, I don't know if it's going to be shared or not by the time we we published this one, but um, we talked to mm. them about the same thing. Because I've noticed again and again, I keep finding people who insist on learning the hard way, <laughs> on figuring it out for themselves first. So how, what's your... What's your answer? What's your response to that, Edna? Because I'm, I'm sure you encounter those people too who are like, "Well, I'll just get a book. I'll just get this. I'm just gonna figure. It. I'll learn it for myself because I learn better that way," or whatever their excuse yeah. is. What's yeah. your response? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I, I try to tell them my story about how uh, leveraging all of the above that I mentioned—the knowledge, the money, the team. Time, all that sort of thing, and, and kind of get them to see it from that point of view. But there's a lot of lone rangers out there that just, they, they've maybe been burnt by a team member before, or a partner, mm-hmm. or, and they, they just only trust themselves. But, you know, it, it really does limit their growth thinking that way. Uh, it really, and I see it over and over again. I'll ask people, how many properties do you have? And, and the standard number after, you know, five years is four. And I'll know, I know their challenge before they ever even say anything else. And it's because they've chose to do their own property management to save that hundred bucks a door. They've chose to do their own repairs and maintenance because nobody can do it like them or it costs too much. And then they're just so stuck in that day to day that they can't even, they can't, uh, and they can't even think about growing. And then that's why people say to me, holy Hannah, how did you get 50 doors in 18 months? Because I give all that part away. I don't. I'm not yeah. stuck in that. Like I'm not a repairs and maintenance person anyway. I couldn't fix the sink if somebody, you know, <laughs> you know, I just couldn't. And the other thing is, I, I just never wanted to deal with tenants. I it was a nightmare for me right from the start. Thinking, I have to deal with tenants? No, I <laughs> want to deal with investors. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's the them, other thing I partner yeah. with all the time is I deal with partners. Who will deal with the tenants? Because I don't want that part of the equation. Yeah, well, I agree. They said, are
0: challenging. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, they It, are. it really holds but, people you know, back. Yeah.
1: It brings up a good point, and I know we're coming close to the end here, so we'll start to wrap up with this, but. There's a um, obviously I do a lot of reading and Napoleon Hill has a moment in his book Think and Grow Rich where he says the view from the bottom is not very bright and it is not very inviting and he goes on to talk about how so many people get just stuck at the bottom because they can't see past it because they're so busy Doing it all for themselves, and and this is where you know everyone hears stories of people who blow up like like you, Edna, and and they go, oh, how'd they do that? Well, you know, the key is, well, it's all the stuff we've talked about here, basically. Yeah.
2: hmm Yeah, it is. Stop being well, a lone ranger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, even the Lone Ranger had help. I mean, come on. Awesome, right? Exactly. He'll Whatever they're doing. <laughs> I have <laughs>
0: That's
1: right, right. So you know what? We just need to get over ourselves. We're not that smart. I, I tell myself all the time, I'm like, hey, Stephanie, you're not that smart, and you're not that special. Stop trying to be better than everybody else. Like, just do it the way people have proved it works. It, it's just yeah. come on. But okay, mm-hmm. so we're totally out of time at this point. But I do know <laughs> that our listeners at this point, if they have not been excited and inspired. I mean, guys, the, the, the information we've shared here, regardless of whether or not you want to get into real estate investing, is so priceless. And if you ever want to do something amazing with your life, I highly encourage you. All of the great people out there, the people that you are hearing about, they have real estate investing. This isn't something, I mean, I'm going to say it isn't something you have to do full time, but I encourage you. Edna, you have an offer for them. Can I get you to, to share that with them again for those people who are sitting here going, well, okay, yeah, I guess I should probably be looking to add this to my my, my word life.
0: I'm going to step on and, the, Oh yeah, and final, final word. Right. We, we 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 want to know what what your parting wisdom is for our listeners who are thinking I really need to look at this. I really if for no other reason I need to at least start outsourcing so I can grow Yes. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I
2: talk about that in my free training, uh, which you can find at Um, because I, I cover things off like what it takes to buy real estate, what it takes to buy real estate using other people's money, and it really is about leveraging and using other people's talents at, to be able to grow. And, mm-hmm. and, and sales is a big part of that. Not everybody's good at sales, so get somebody on your team that's good at sales. And and mm-hmm. you can all grow from from partnering up and and making those changes. Uh,
1: that's awesome. So, guys, training. Com. Go and get yourself. Oh, you know what? Look, we talk about it all the time. You joined this group, this this podcast. So obviously, education is important to you, and. I don't think it gets better than free at this point, so I would encourage you to open your mind a little bit, go check it out. Even if you decide real estate investing isn't for you, you will learn a lot if mm-hmm. I've learned a lot in our little half hour here. so and, thank you so so much for joining us today. You were an absolute pleasure to have on the call.
2: Well, thank you so much. It was very enjoyable getting to know you too) <laughs> <laughs>
1: We are something else sometimes,
0: aren't
1: we? We are. I I think we can
0: give her. She is is our black belt in real estate investing.
1: Everybody has a specialty.
0: She's the black belt of real estate investing. Well,
1: I think think that's a fair enough honor to bestow upon her. Thank you again, and hopefully we can have you back sometime. This was certainly a lot of fun.
2: Absolutely. Take care. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Awesome, guys. Well, to our listeners out there, make sure you join us again next Friday. This was an amazing, amazing, amazing radio show, and we are so grateful that you guys keep joining us every single week because you are the ones who give us the inspiration and the motivation to keep this stuff going. Make sure, if you haven't already, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash black belt selling. We are about to double the price of entry for that group. So it was previously zero, and it will still be zero, but I still encourage you to go over there, check it out, because we are posting amazing content in there all the time. In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. here for Anna and Edna, our, our honorary black belt of real estate. We are the black belt sellers of Southwest and Central Texas. Go out there and make it a great week.